Hey, this is Mohani Love from Let's Talk About It. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Hey, welcome to Mohani Love's podcast. Let's talk about it. How's everybody's Sunday doing? Well, I'm here with Ruzi. Did I pronounce it right? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> okay. Well, guys, Ruzi is from Oakland, California. And he's with the Blood Gang organization. That's how I out of order, out of place, but he's a blood. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, just like my podcast, it's let's talk about it. And this is so many questions, you know, when, when people are afraid and, you know, of gangs and stuff, I, there are so many curious questions that they may have. And I want to, I'm really curious. So, um, that's why I, I invited Ruzi to interview with me and I'm ready. So Ruzi, how old okay. are you? I'm 20. 20 years old. Wow. Um, did you join the game? 14. 14. How did your parents? My mom, you know, she she just cried. She she prayed every night when I was uh she cried every night after she found out that I joined because she prayed her whole life that I wouldn't I wouldn't join an organization, I wouldn't join a gang such as the Bloods or Crips. And my dad, my dad just kind of walked out of my life. He stopped talking to me. Did you did it, in Oakland, that's a common Joining gangs is it common? Yeah, I mean every everybody does it. That's all out there. That's all there is to look up to. You know, your wow. parents. You go through the struggle every day. My mom was working two or three jobs. She was gone all night. Gone all. I'm gone every morning. My dad would drop me off at school and then go work his two jobs. So, you know, I'm not. I was a child. I didn't like being stuck in the house. I wasn't going to go straight home after school. So I just started hanging out with all my older cousins and everything. And they are also bloods. And that's how I really started. Mm. And and that's where you, it, it, it piqued your interest because that's all you had around you. Like those were the role models in the community, basically. I, yes, ma'am. Mom find out, like, how did that happen? How did she find out? So it was my 16th birthday and mm-hmm. she had given me some money to go to the store. And my mom's favorite color is red and my favorite color is also red. But while she was while I was gone at the store, I guess she had a feeling she went through my room and she found the first eight ball of 
uh, methamphetamine that I had ever bought in my nine millimeter pistol. Uh huh. Ooh. And it was wrapped in my red bandana, and that's all it took for her to know. Because she's familiar with other family members who possibly are in the game. Did Did you feel yeah. as though when you joined the fa- you were with family, right? Like cousins and stuff. Yes, ma'am. Did they go lenient with you with certain things, like because your family, or it, it's just it, it goes one, by one rule, like you know what I'm saying? Like there's no, we're not gonna protect you from whatever. You know what I mean? Like if it's something you had to do for the gang or whatever y'all do that they would protect you and be like nah nah because they know this is a little bit too rough for you because you were 14 and were there a lot of 14 year old members at that time uh it was me and my childhood best friend we were the only we were the only young ones that wanted to be put on the set at the time and they didn't really they didn't protect me from anything we still had to get jumped in we still had to fight our way up to earn our stripes Wow. Pretty much anything that they told us to do, we we went and did. Because like my older cousin said to me, he said, you may be family, but this is a commitment. This is life. Wow. Is it? Do you have any regrets for the decision that you made to join the game? Yes. I mean, my main regret is losing the connection that I had with my parents. Mm-hmm. And... Also, all the time I spent incarcerated, I missed my three children's birthday. Mm-hmm. I wasn't there when they were born. Wait and a minute. It, You're 20 and you have three kids. How old yes, are they? When ma'am. did you start making babies? <laughs> I, I have my first. I have my daughter at 16. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then my son, my first son at 17 and my third son er, and my second son at 18. Okay. So you have, oh, okay. And how how is your relationship with them? I mean, I know that you were incarcerated, but is there I mean, any type of bond? They they're my best friends. I talk to them every day. Oh, beautiful! You know, my baby and, mama she she don't really agree with me talking to them. She don't really want me to be there, but mm. they see me on the phone and they see my phone number and I can hear them screaming "best friend" the second she picks up. <laughs> okay. Oh, what about, um, would you say that your cousins who, you know, um, I don't, uh, that you joined a gang with or who you looked up to, they had the same lifestyle as yours? Like, you know, you, your mother and father was in the household. You know what I mean? That's how you were brought up. Were yeah. They the same? Uh, no. So my older cousin, mm-hmm. his dad wasn't there. His dad was killed when he was born. Was his dad a blood? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the rest of my cousins, we we grew up in the same household, pretty much. Like okay. my mom and dad were their mom and dad, kind of, because most of the, their parents were in the penitentiary. Wow. So it was just that was the way of life. You you know what I mean? Like that was when yeah. you were young. When you were younger, was there anything like we all, you know, when you're growing up, you're like, oh, I want to be this. I want to be that. Before any of this, before uh, you joined, like, did you have any dreams and aspirations like that? Uh, I wanted to be a chef. 
really? when I was younger. Can you cook? <laughs> oh yeah, I cook up a storm. Really? Do you know that it's not too late? Because there are online courses, right? If you yeah. you know, and they pay for financial aid, and you can be a chef. Yes, it's just right now. It's just getting out of where I am, so I can pursue my dreams. And and will those dreams? I mean, can you stay? You're gonna stay within your organization and pursue your dreams? Yes, ma'am. Okay. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. If that's you know, that's the life you know that you've lived. You just have to maintain mentally and make the better decisions for now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's what what's now? What's next? So what's next in life is you're gonna pursue being a chef. Listen, cooking is amazing. I love cooking. What's your favorite dish to cook? Like what can you cook really good? Don't say everything because everybody can't cook everything good. <laughs> I say a ribeye with some country potatoes. What's a country potato? A country potato is it's pretty much just a everything. Like when you get a baked potato and you ask for everything on it, it's just mashed. Oh my goodness. So it's like it's like a it's like a um I'm on I was gonna say a liquid, duh. It's like a gravy with some shrimp and a whole bunch yes. of stuff in it. I saw that on um on YouTube. It really did look good. Well that's good. Um how do you what advice would you like like if the if you if you you're out and about and you come across some young teenagers and they talking about that's what they want to do. They want to do, they want to be in the blood gang. Because I do, I'm not sure, but I do believe, don't they differ from different states? Because, you know, we have them in New York. They're all over. So, aren't the blood yeah. in Oakland and New York? Yes, ma'am. Oh, they are. Uh, who's the roughest one? <laughs> uh... I, I'd have to say my set, 187. Okay. Uh, Treetop Piru. Okay. I, I don't know what that means, but okay. <laughs> All right. And you just sound, I mean, you know, if, if if I had to base everything on the voice, you just sound like you go to work every day, come home, take care of the kids, you know. Um, so what happens what would you say if your sons decided that this is what they wanted to do and they're young like they, they're 14 because you know throughout the years things change yeah every year with everything it gets you know worse and and like honestly from your heart what would you say to your sons because do they know they they're little but do they know that's that you're in the game uh, my oldest son, he does. He's only five right now. And but he, know. Uh-huh. He, he runs around the house and everything that he says is. Are they in the same location? Like, are they also from Oakland, California? No, my, my children were all born here in Colorado. Ah, is it a lot in Colorado, the games, the blood? I mean,. In the springs where where I'm at right now, not not really. I haven't met as many, but in other in other towns like Pueblo, they call it B Town because there's nothing oh. but bloods out there and everything. Wow. Well, your your five year old for him to say blood this blood that somebody's feeding that to him, right? Because you know that's their learning. That's their informative age. 
yeah and you know i i would tell my children not to do it because it's honestly it's not worth it all the all the cars and all the money and everything yeah that's that's you should earn it the right way because when you when you join this life and you start it's even a certain age it's just it's not as yeah i just bought this new s about it by ruining somebody else's life wow yeah and at five years old you know um him saying that you know it can be embedded in him that hey this is what i want to do but it's it's really it's a strong message that you do feel that way you know um the life that you do you let me ask you this though do you feel as though something positive came out of it I mean, yeah. Not, you, yeah. Anything positive you could say came out of you joining? I mean, I learned, I learned how to be strong at a young age. I learned how to live on my own. Okay. You know, I learned, I learned that you don't, you don't necessarily need other people in your life to be successful as long as you have the hearts and the guts and the will to do whatever you have to do to be successful. Yes, I agree. I agree. And, you know, everybody's journey is different in life on their road to success. You know, um, hey, I I just hope that you get the chance to become the chef that you want to become. <laughs> right? Is that what you're going to do or are you no. thinking about it? No, I'm definitely going to pursue that. Yes, because there's so many opportunities Um. You know, I in New York, I no, I think it's New Jersey. Don't quote me. You can look it up. They're actually giving uh, dispensaries, dispensaries for people who were incarcerated. They're allowing them to open them up. They're trying to open up all these different opportunities. You know, because it's really hard for you guys to continue life when it's. Um, you know the, the stigmas on you. We that's what I talked about yesterday in my interview. Yeah. So I would like to ask you this: <laughs> um, <laughs> If you, oh, I asked you that. Like, if you didn't join the game, where would you be? So basically, before we end, is there anything you would like to say before I ask my last question? I mean. Like I tell my little homies, my little young niggas that I have out here in Colorado mm-hmm. that are um, that are also bloods, you know, it's it's all right. You know, it's it's OK to bang a certain color. It's OK to run with the set. Just don't throw away who you truly are. You know, if you're not somebody that goes and shoots people or goes and robs people, you know, if you're a kind spirit. Mm-hmm. And you have a smile on your face every day. It's okay to be that person and to still be in a gang. If you know that you can make it through initiation, mm-hmm. it's all right. You know, it's you should never be ashamed of who you truly are inside. Mm-hmm. Even if that means, you know, you're not earning stripes by going out and shooting people, going out and robbing people, going out and stealing cars and getting incarcerated. Mm hmm. Because, like, I have little homies out here that have never been to jail. But, you know, all they do is fight. You know, if somebody set trips, then, yeah, they're down to fight. But they they don't want to be around the guns. They don't want to be around the drugs. They don't want to be around 
the they the only money they want to be around is the money they made the right way by going up going to work every day and the only cars they want to get in are the legal ones that someone has a license for and a title for you know and like i told them it's it is fine to be that person and if people cast you out for that then you don't need them in your life right wow and what do you think is like these little homies (laughs) the little homies right um they're like their household like as much as you know about their upbringing and their their parents like it's just hard for me to to relate to how it must be hard as a parent to keep your hands on your boys like not to do that or not to see with with your situation it was in your family you know what I mean like these are people you live with so yes that's what you saw a lot of but Uh, as far as like the little homies go Mm -hmm. I treat I treat their family like it's my family their treat family treats me like family and they it, it was hard for me to understand at first I was like you have both parents in your life nobody in your family gangbangs why do you want to be the first and like my right hand man told me he said it, it may not be in my family but it's a calling he said it's, I feel like it's something I need to do to make myself stronger wow so in other words they feel like that's what they need to make them a man yeah and like I told him like I think that's what's wrong with society these days is you have all these images of oh if you're not selling drugs you're not a man oh if you don't have a gun you're not a man oh if you if you don't gangbang you're not a man if you're not the one providing you're not a man you know yeah each man is his own man how about that because yep. just because sensitive and you wouldn't dare do that doesn't mean you're a man that just means you're that you're that type of man yeah, you know, and and and, and like I want to ask you in inside what what was the drive in you that made you feel like this was the life for you, other than your role models? It has to be something inside. You know, we we have a lot inside of us that guide us. You know, um, is it inside? Because remember, say- you said you wanted to be a chef. You love to cook. You know what I'm saying? Because you definitely could have just said, I'm dropping all of this and this is what I'm doing. I'm going to be a chef and that's the only, you know, that's my goal now. Yeah, but, um, you know, I would say even as a young kid, mm-hmm. my drive, it was it was just to get everybody, you know, out the struggle, out the hood. I was tired of living around gunshots all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I was tired of my mom and my cousins, you know, you have to be careful to take out the trash because someone y'all drive by could happen at any moment just because somebody knows what you bang now, you know? Right. So you had to. This were you? I mean, with all of the money I made doing wrong, I was able to. And you know, most of my family lives out here in Colorado now. Uh-huh. Most of my cousin, most of my cousins have stopped gang banging now because there's no need to. So it did change somewhat. Do you think? Do you think COVID has something to do? With it? That's my little joke. You think COVID has something to do with that? Because people had to stay in. Yeah, I I would say so because you really? know we don't we don't meet as much. You know, there's more of a threat because there's a lot of older members 
in my set, you know, we don't want to compromise their their immune systems and get them sick. And, you know, we just right now it's just trying to stay healthy and stay in a clear mindset. Well, I have to, I want to ask you this question. What about, um, are you guys able to have your own chapters? Like, can't you start, make a change with the organization and like, don't talk to them about getting a job and <laughs> something yeah, like that? I mean, can you make a, ch- like, can you be the change for the organization? Find out what these young guys would like to do. They may love the organization, but to show them that there are other things in life other than that. Yeah, and I mean, we've started that, me and my my older homies. Uh-huh. You know, it's it's less about, hey, let's go make this quick buck. It's more about how can we work to putting you in a career, putting you in something that'll make you successful, even even after the organization dies, because like I told them, to be honest, it's going to die out eventually, someday, maybe not tomorrow, maybe not the next day, but maybe 10 years down the road, you know, we won't be calling ourselves 187 anymore. Maybe we won't even be bloods anymore. Everybody could die. We don't know. Right. It's a mem- it'll be a memory. You'll be able to sit your grand. See, you want to be able to have your grandkids and say, you know, I used to do this, that, and the other, but then I turned my life around. I became a chef and look at, look at what I have now. Look at what I'm able to do with you guys. You know what I mean? Because let me tell you something. It's so much to life. It's so much. And a lot of times we miss the message. We were all, we were all put here to do great things, right? And how do we know that the fact that you're able to maintain the position in that organization that you have now that you also was meant to that that was what you could have used to do other things it's not too late you're just 20 and you know I want you to be around till you're 50 to 60 70 you know what I mean you sound like a good guy it doesn't mean you're a bad guy (laughs) but listen um Ruzi oh last but not least how did you get that name uh well it started out in Oakland, my cousin started calling me that because all I used to wear was all bright red colors. So they used to tease me and say, "You shine like a ruby." And then I started, uh, I started rapping. And some people say I sound like Lil Toozy. So they just they put the both together and started calling me Ruzy. Ah, I like that. <laughs> well, keep you can keep on rapping too. <laughs> but yeah. thank you so much for. Um, interviewing with me Mohani Loves Podcast let's Let's talk about it enjoy your night you too